Today is something different. I'll teach you how to change someone's life by telling you about somebody who changed mine. Welcome to the Jason Croft Show. For those familiar with this show, you know that we normally have a great business person with me in the Bizmobile as we talk marketing, strategy, sales, and entrepreneurship. Today's show is different, though. Tim Ferriss might call this an in-between episode. So I wanted to share something with you all from my life, but I wanted to make sure that it was still relevant to you and helpful. I lost someone incredibly special this last week. We all lost someone. Um, I haven't talked much about this to people because it's hard to convey in passing how important this man was to me and to so many close friends of mine. You see, to simply say that Andy Anderson was my film professor in college doesn't begin to scratch the surface of who he was to me and to all of us, our filmmaking family. Because make no mistake, and those in film know, when you make movies together, you are family. You know, a, a tragic example of that closeness and that bond and that family that was created back then amongst our filmmaking family. We lost Kathleen last year. And, you know, our hearts went out, certainly, to Mike, um, her husband, who met during that, the two of them met during that time. And it was interesting because, you know, people would ask me, oh, did, did you keep in touch? Did you, had you seen Kathleen recently? And it was hard for me to convey to them that that length of time, that whatever that was, we last saw each other. I mean, it was different. It wasn't someone I went to college with that passed away. It was family. Andy Anderson was certainly a father to us all. Andy was the greatest film teacher we could have hoped for, but... When you do it from a deeper place like he did, what happens is so much more than an education in making movies. What gets taught are the deeper lessons of life, the emotional ones, the tough ones. So I don't know if you can sit down and decide to be a great leader and change someone's life. I don't know that I can give you a set of rules to follow that will make that happen, but what I can do is share how Andy changed mine and pull out the lessons along the way. So let's lay it out that way. We'll treat it like class for a minute. <laughs> I think that's appropriate. So first off, you know, I think you have to care about those you lead. And, and before you go rolling your eyes, and I, I'm, I'm not talking about a, this Hallmark card caring of, oh, teachers care about their students. I mean a deep caring that drives everything you do. A caring that has you on set at 3 a.m. for your student's film just in case they need you, and we did. A caring that 
brings you back to teaching after selling your movie to Universal, a caring that opens your house to a student who so often needs a meal and guidance, a caring that let you fall on your face just enough so that you learned and then got better. Number two, show them something bigger than themselves. Andy didn't just care about those he taught. He truly cared about film, the rough manual labor of it all, and and the attention to the process of filmmaking. One of his favorite quotes from someone was about how filmmaking and screenwriting is hard work. Not like painting a picture is hard, but like coal mining is hard. He put that ideal above all else, and we loved him for it. We held that same standard for making movies and loved how difficult it was. Film first. In response to the student in one of our first classes who claimed, you know, he couldn't work on the film that semester because he was a bartender and worked during that time. Well, Andy said, do you want to be a filmmaker? Do you want to be a bartender? Maybe that kid is still a bartender. I don't know because he never came back. As a side note, and not to show up Andy in the great stories department at all, um... I will say that probably the best response to a student's excuse for not being able to show up for some film shoot was uh, from another wonderful instructor of ours, Bob Castaldo. He had the best one. A student came up and basically said that she had to go to her grandmother's for a funeral. Bob's response, grandmothers die. Film is forever. Number three, seeing others more than they can see themselves. I still remember vividly Andy introducing me to a visiting filmmaker friend of his. Jason is working on becoming a director of photography. I was thinking, wait, what? I, I never, the thought had never even crossed my mind. But guess what I went on to do? Number four, believe in someone's abilities and hold them to that standard. Andy empowered you. He built you up. He taught you the skills to do great things and to believe you could actually create something of value. And he cheered you on when you did well. And he knocked you down. He slid your script into the trash during a review session. He drilled your movie to the door of the classroom. So you remembered not to fuck up like that again every time you walked in the room. He threw your film reels down the stairs. And you hated him for it. And you loved him for it. And you got better. Number five, be just crazy enough. At least, you know, act crazy enough to keep people people guessing. Besides his great dry humor and his love of art and movies, one of the best things about Andy was how much he enjoyed his students being afraid of him. He kept them off guard just enough. Hints at past lives with secrets you hope to one day discover. Anger at mediocrity. A devious wit that was just the right amount of sinister. It all made Andy who he was and why we loved him. All of this barely scratches the surface of what Andy meant to us. The life-changing, difficult experience of working on his film, Learning Curve. The countless days and nights shooting our own films building our sets, editing and shifts. We built a family stronger than I had ever known. And it was built around Andy and film. I know this is silly, but I remember at the time watching Meet Joe Black quite a bit, a big Anthony Hopkins fan. And in the movie, Anthony Hopkins has two kids, 
younger and older, and the, the younger was certainly favored. And, you know, I felt less favored <laughs> like that older kid sometimes with Andy. But Andy, just like his oldest tells her dad in the movie, it's okay to have favorites. You've always been mine. <laughs>